welcome to Gramography. Damn. <laughs> Damn, you already tried this one episode. Did I? <laughs> and then oh, you cut no. it out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Gameography. <laughs> the podcast about games, games of or all types. Who say? Who's video to say? or otherwise. Who's even to say what a game is? Who's even to say? Who's, Devin, who's What's even? It? We said The Wizard is a video game. Yeah. <laughs> Who you just tell us now? Yeah, the the wizard's a video game. It is, it, or it's a game. We didn't say we didn't say video game. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a video game. No, that'd be preposterous. Yeah, but it is a game, and we did talk about the people who made it. Yeah, that is the premise of this podcast. We talk about games and the people who make games them. and the people who make them. The wizard and the people who make them. And this is Star Fox and the second half of the SNES Chronicles and the people who make them. Yes. Uh, Specifically, Mr. Shiggy Miyamoto mm, himself. Shiggy, Shiggy. <laughs> he's got a couple of kids at this point, probably. Probably. I mean, he's been banging. Almost, almost certainly been banging. Almost I learned, certainly. I when I, I think in the Zelda episode maybe or something, we talked about how like, you know, we're like, oh, is he married at this yeah, point yet yeah. or whatever? So the the lady he marries, like, was a lady who worked at Nintendo. Oh my goodness. I don't know what her job was. Like, I don't know if she was just like a... Just like pushing papers or whatever. Just pushing them left and right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't that think she was like a programmer him. or anything, but like, yeah, that's fun. That's awesome. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that I expect to yeah. expect and love to hear yeah. on gameography. Also, people started calling him uh, Dr. Miyamoto. Oh, that's Be- nice. Uh, because, that's, that feels like an appropriate amount of respect. Yeah. Because he is the master. Because <laughs> he is the doctor. Yeah. Because yeah. he made uh, Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. That's precisely I what did, I was going to say. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Miyamoto. Yeah. That's what the game should have been. Yeah, actually, that's how the game, <laughs> what the game was at the beginning. And then they decided Honestly, to that Mario. would be way better. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Then we'd have Dr. Miyamoto in Smash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like it... Just, his, his, his up B would be holding the Wiimote up. <laughs> no, and every time it's a different console or a different thing. <laughs> like, sometimes it's the 3DS. Yeah, DS, yeah. Like, but his Boy. main, like... His main like attack, he would be holding a Wiimote and like oh for sure, yeah, he just smacks you with it. (laughs) And then one of his attacks would be he like guesses your size from like (laughs) from like across. That's his final smash. (laughs) (laughs) It's like and he like it like zooms and it becomes like photo like a real video of him, but kind of like maybe sped up, so it's kind of weird looking. And he like kind of like moves his fingers around trying to like guess your size, and if you have to dodge the fingers, but if he gets you and it lands on you, then you just get obliterated yeah <laughs> you know you get like you get sucked out of that world and put in his living room <laughs> as like a, as like a little like as like the amiibo version of the character <laughs> and he just throws you in a garbage can <laughs> yeah he just slams dunks you into a garbage can or he holds you up at like a nintendo conference thing like the <laughs> wiimote uh-huh uh-huh oh, yeah why don't they do these things <laughs> We have so many good ideas for Smash DLC characters. Yeah. And yet it's just anime after anime after anime. You think there's like beef between uh Sakurai and Miyamoto? <laughs> yeah. Miyamoto wants him to yeah. make it to put him in Smash and Sakurai won't let him do it. <laughs> Sakurai, I want to be a DLC character. Why won't you put me in the game? <laughs> yeah, what is this uh Xeno? blade character crap you told me i was going to be the next smash character <laughs> i want to be the next smash make me the smash uh but uh i think 
a lot of people don't realize that Master Hand was actually originally based off of Miyamoto. <laughs> yeah, because Miyamoto has like a hand. He has a hand, and he's a master. Yeah, and he. Uh, I, this is all true. When one could say he controls uh, the the people at Nintendo much like a puppet ma- puppet master. Yep. I almost said a puppet man. <laughs> but much like a puppet man, much like Glover, he is the hand behind Mario. Yes, much like Glover. <laughs> All right, let's uh, jump right into right. uh, our talk on continuing the Super Nintendo. Enough goofiness. Let's sit down <laughs> and start the podcast. Okay, let's <laughs> here, Devin, do this with me. Gonna sit down, sit down. Ah, and can you feel that we're calm now and ready to give you information? Now we're gonna tell you facts. No more silliness. The part of the the, the god the, guaranteed. No more silliness. The god guaranteed. We won't be silly after the intro is over. That's the god guaranteed. All right. So uh, you want to talk about Yoshi's Island Two or <sighs> Yoshi's Island Super Mario World Two? Colon Yoshi's that. Island. Yeah, that's that's probably the first weird thing about it. Um, is that yeah, it's like. <laughs> Not typically remembered as like Super Mario World Two. I didn't know it. I until, think a lot like, of people try and block that out. Yeah, p- p- the, the culture wants you to forget that <laughs> Yoshi's Island is actually Super Mario Two. There's actually yeah, and there's this article that I read where they there's interviews from I think when it first came out, um, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how they view it as a Mario game, even though it Nintendo kind of does. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Miyamoto did. Yeah, even though it's actually kind of the start of the whole Yoshi solo franchise. Yeah. Um, and they also did that uh, because they were kind of afraid that people wouldn't even realize it was associated with Mario if mm-hmm. it was just Yoshi's Island. Gotcha. So I don't think Yoshi was, you know, obviously nearly as iconic as he is now. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, but yeah, I Yoshi's Island. Okay, here's my controversial take, Devin. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best Mario game or the best 2D Mario game, even Tim, though it's not a Mario game. That's literally, I think it's the worst 2D Mario game. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> insane. I tried playing it like last year when it came out on the the Switch mm-hmm. con- like mm-hmm. virtual console. Yeah. And I like I played like the first like two levels and was like, yeah, no. Like it's I it's as it's as like boring as I remember. <sighs> That's insane, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Okay. It is the best. That's where you're wrong. Is that it's actually okay. great. Oh my god. I, I love I'm, this game so I'm, much. I'm willing to hear you out. Let let I'm going to just for people who don't know what it is. Mm. You're playing as Yoshi. Yes. Um, Mario is a baby. <laughs> yes. Mario is baby. Is that Mario. what you're into, you weirdo? <laughs> I love carrying around babies. <laughs> you love hearing babies cry? Is that uh, why you like that this is, game? That is the the most undisputably bad part about this game is that cry. <laughs> um, it's all drawn like in a, like a hand-drawn uh, yeah. like crayon And they style. actually, what they did is they actually hand-drew it mm-hmm. and scanned in the images and then approximated it in pixels. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's gotcha. cool. Gotcha. This is the beginning of like, because Nintendo's still doing that shit. Oh, really? That's <laughs> I mean, cool. like, with, uh, I don't know when these were, but like, you know, like, uh, there's like Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah. Where, like, yeah, everything's yeah. made of wool. And then like Kirby, yeah. the one, like the yarn one. Oh, yeah. And then like, I mean, kind of like the Paper Mario series is kind of like in the same. Yeah. yeah probably comes sure, from the yeah. same, like, uh, you know, font mm-hmm. of. Yeah. But definitely, ideas. yeah, one of the, I mean, to bring up Wooly World because that's mm-hmm. like obviously the continuation of this. Yeah, I had no. I played Yoshi's Story as a kid. I, right. lo- I was like, I loved that game. Yeah. on the sixty four, and that's also probably part part of why I like this so much. Yeah, um, and it's like it's 
all of all of uh, Yoshi's story basically came from this. Like it's so yeah. clearly oh, like, like this, yeah. the continuation. I had no idea that there was a prequel to it or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it's just so nice. <laughs> it's so pretty and fun and cute. It's just I love the visuals of it and the sound and the music. Oh. Do you like the music? I feel like I I've like tried to even like just listen to like the soundtrack mm-hmm. and I'm just like oh, I like any of it like yeah i like it well i liked it while i was playing but now that you're saying that i actually don't remember noticing it so yeah that yeah, yeah I, I think it's like fine while you're playing it but it's like there's mm-hmm. no like memorable song yeah yeah sure that's fine uh. fine i'll give you that one <laughs> yeah one point um but it's i uh okay well here's the th- here's part of it is that i really i enjoyed pl- i just found it the most fun to like play of like all the 2d mario games we've done you like throwing the eggs yeah it's not it's not ideal it's not ideal. So, like, that is where, like, that got better on yeah, Yoshi's yeah, story. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, you can actually control where yeah. they shoot with the analog yeah. stick. Yeah, that, like, that thing where it's moving. And this, yeah, you it hit it once, yeah. and then, like, it's a moving target, and you have to, when it gets to the point you want, uh-huh. then you hit it again. And yeah. it's like, why? I Yeah, that's, I, when that, when when you first figure that out, it's kind of like, a huge eye roll. But then, as soon as, I mean, it took me, like, one level to really, like, just also, stop thinking can about we just... It. Go back, if 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 our viewer, if you haven't listened to last episode, Tim famously said Yoshi is why Super Mario World is bad. Yeah, no, and I, I was thinking about how it's so weird that I, yeah, I hated, I don't like him in in Super Mario World, but in this I love it because he moves in a way that makes more sense to me. He, the yeah. way he does his like You're long wrong. jump is so nice and so fun. It's like convenient, but it doesn't like break it. I think no. <laughs> you're wrong no i have the exact opposite opinion where like i like him in super mario world because like you have him sometimes it's not like you're using him all the time mm-hmm. and he's just like a little like bonus nice bonus but in this it's like i don't want that weird like spin jump or like you know like flutter yeah, jump yeah. Oh, I all love the, the time jump. it's great Ugh, you, no. you can just not use it most of the time but then it's well, when you yeah. need to you remember and it like it it helps you or at least it helps me with what is the most difficult part of Mario, which is just the simplest jumps I can't get. Where <laughs> also, it's like you jump and I'll just always miss what I'm going for. And with Yoshi, I, I have a little bit of grace period there. I have a little mm-hmm. little security net. But also, this your, your argument doesn't hold up, Tim, because your problem with Yoshi and Super Mario World was that like you could, you know, if you get hit, you'd lose, you'd mm-hmm. lose Yoshi, but then you can just jump right back on. Yeah, him. yeah. And this, if you get hit, baby Mario like mm-hmm. falls off you, right? And then you just get him again. Yeah. It's the same thing. No, it's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> because in Mario, it's like the because real... Because you like the crying baby. <laughs> I got it now. <laughs> in in Mario, the whole stake is that you're going to get killed, right? And mm-hmm. so when you have Yoshi, you just have infinite hits. It breaks the like preset notion of what it means to be hurt in the game. And then you just get Yoshi, yeah, or you lose him. Really. And also, it's like if you use if you lose Yoshi, it's like okay, whatever. I'll just get another Yoshi. Like there's absolutely no no real like. Um, yeah, I mean there are things you can do you can't do without him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does like, but yeah, you can't you don't like you can't like not finish the level. Yeah, you don't have him. That's true. But then in in Yoshi's Island, yeah, it actually removes that, which I find very nice because it's like I'm not constantly becoming Little Mario. I'm not constantly just dying over and over again. You have that. You have a little more grace, but it also yeah, it is easy. If I lose Yoshi in in Mario, it's like oh fuck, and then I just deal with it. 
in this, you hear a baby crying. There's a timer. It's like, oh shit, I need to get Mario. And it's and it, you really can like it can be very easy in those moments where you just get hit and you're like, oh whoops, and then you just get Mario mm-hmm. with a little bit of a huh, huh, mm-hmm. and then you can really get fucked over where you get hit by something and he spins around and then it's like you lose him and it's. I just find it a much better solution to getting hit and uh, dying. This game has four directors, I just noticed. (laughs) As all good things do. (laughs) Um, Um, And then produced by Miyamoto. Wow. But so I, I, when I started researching this, I was thinking like, I can't believe that this is the, this is the most underrated Mario game. And I looked it up and apparently lots of people agree with me. Like Mm. it got really good reception when it came out and people have retroactively said it's like an amazing, perfect platform or whatever. Not, not what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Wikipedia said. Um, I mean, yes, it does say on Wikipedia that it was it was released to acclaim. I mean, there's no like obviously it's not like a bad game. Yeah, it's a great like, game. It's a perfect I game. Don't like it. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. Uh, there's also I love the openness of it. I, it kept on making me think of Hollow Knight, where it's like what? Yeah, because especially because I was thinking there's a level where it was like in a cave that was very kind of Hollow Knight esque. And it's like, instead of Mario, where you're going, like, I know exactly where I need to go. I'm just trying to get there. In this, it's like you're running around. Oh, you get down a little corridor, and then that's a dead end. You go down a different corridor. And it's like you can, I was seeing whole different, like, routes that I was avoiding. I was just going the straightforward way. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a very openness to it. And I later read that um, when they were making this, the whole goal was to make a more accessible game for people that were, like, bad at video games. <laughs> And that's yeah, so why that's why, why like it, yeah. I like this. Okay, problem solved. We understand that. <laughs> it's more expo- no. exploration. And I do it's like easier. Um, the flutter jump is literally there to make it easier to jump. It's for me, Devin. This I is do like Yoshi's me. story as well. Like I, I had that on this for oh, as yeah. a kid. Um, I think, yeah, just like on the one hand, I think calling this like Super Mario World Two, yeah. Yeah. Makes it like, makes you have an expectation. Yeah, for sure. I, that if it's going to be something else. If I was going in this expecting a real sequel to Super Mario World, I would have been sorely disappointed. Yeah, so like, really if that's what you clearly, wanted. it really yeah. clearly is not that. Yeah, it really is not. And then also, like going back from Yoshi's story for me at least is like, like why would I play this? Like it, like everything. Like I mean, like I really like the way it looks and stuff, but it's like. Basically everything, they made everything better with Yoshi's story. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no crying baby. <laughs> you can control the like uh, the egg throwing. There, yeah. you have like more like moves. Do you have like the ground pound in this? Mm-hmm, you do. Okay. Although, well, there you go. Very disappointing. He does not go. Ba-ding, pop. Okay. It's well, not, then, yeah. Throw this game in the trash. That's that's its biggest um, like f- flaw with yeah. with no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Get rid of this game. Doesn't have burning pop. <laughs> Okay, um, let's uh, let's we're gonna shift away from the Super Nintendo for just a minute oh. and talk about the old Game Boy before oh, we okay. get to Star Fox. So it, why are you bringing this up? Devin? Is it, it was the Game Boy like at concurrent with the Famicom, or is this just like you wanted to talk about this one game? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the Game Boy was released in 1989. Oh! Uh, so, before the Super Nintendo, actually, by uh, two years in the United States, actually. This also this also explains to me why they were not threatened by Sega, mm-hmm. because it's like, like, you motherfuckers, 
cool. Eat your chili dogs all you want. We got the Game Boy. We got Super Mario. We got the best platformer of all time, Yoshi's Island, coming up. <laughs> they don't stand a chance, this hedgehog. Yeah, they're like, Sonic, we got Yoshi's, we got a crying baby. <laughs> you're the one fixated on this baby, Devin. If anything, you're the baby guy. <laughs> <laughs> please, please no. I'm not the baby guy. Okay, the Game Boy. 8-bit handhold Console released by Nintendo, nineteen eighty nine. It's all black and white slash green, I guess. <laughs> green and white, <laughs> green, green and white or green, green and black, um, green and dark green. Uh, so the reason for that, obviously, is uh, because it was cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> they like I, I don't remember what it, was, but like the Game Boy was like real. Okay, here it is. It was re- when it was released, eighty nine ninety nine. Wow, really cheap. Yeah, I mean like. Yeah, that's that was, like nine, like 1889 money, so it's a little more expensive yeah, like, with inflation stuff. Sure. But like, but just still. The, the fact that they're like, okay, you know those things? The, you know how you are you freaked out when we put an <laughs> arcade in your living room? Yeah. Now you can keep it in your pocket, yeah. and it's less than $100. That's bonkers. Mm-hmm. I mean, even now, it's like you, uh, when, before the 3DS was canceled or whatever, um, by cancel culture, <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. How much was that? It was like two, three hundred dollars, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's perfectly acceptable to me. Mm-hmm. So the idea of there never having been a handheld, and then you get eighty nine. Yes, dollars. You get eighty nine dollars for buying it. <laughs> we will they pay give you. you. <laughs> this is passive income. Um, it was not discontinued until two thousand three, which is also insane. What? Like the original? Well, like the Game Boy line, so like, oh, like yeah. Game Boy okay. Color and stuff. And then I think the Game Boy Advance is considered separate. Yeah. Um, oh, the old Game Boy. Okay, so the reason I wanted to bring this up, let's see, did I have any other notes about just the Game Boy itself? I mean, yeah, but we don't have like a, we're not going to probably talk about the Game Boy at all in oh, this season. Yeah. So both, to be mentioned. both Atari and Sega did release handhelds around the same time. Wow. But they and they they used um, color displays. Wow! And they were a lot more expensive. <laughs> yeah. And so that's like a big part of the reason why they didn't yeah. Um, yeah. catch on. And also, I assume just the games as well. Yeah. But um, another reason besides just the price is that color screens would have used double the batteries. Apparently. Ooh, I mean, yeah, that which makes sense. obviously they found out a way to get around that later. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. With the Game Boy Color, which is I never had an original Game Boy. Me either. I had a Game Boy Color though. Yeah. I had a. Yeah. A yellow one. Mm. Mm, I had a purple one. Was it like this, like the see-through purple? I don't think so. My brother had like the, like the like semi-opaque yeah, purple. Yeah. Those one. are obviously the coolest. Yeah, obviously, so cool. Um, I I can't believe that they don't make. I think I've actually seen this where it's like you know you can get switch um like skins that you you take yeah. the the stuff off the Joy Cons. The plastic. You take the plastic out of the Joy Cons and you replace like, it with a like the red and blue part. Yeah, yeah. You can take that off. You're not supposed to. It's not recommended. <laughs> okay, yeah. but it's like you can and replace it. And they sell one that's like like that the like see through wow, purple plastic. And if crazy. I ever were to do that, I'd get that. For yeah, sure. that was like my like that was like our like like the good N64 controller that we. Had. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, was that God, purple? When did they stop doing that? What a dumb move. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I never saw them really after. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like they maybe were around maybe like with the GameCube kind of era a little bit. Maybe. Like, I don't think so, though. The GameCube was, you know, purple and yeah. black. Yeah. The Game Boy Advance, though. I The the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. that I famously got from Arthur Lemke Kibbe. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one is the see-through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is the one con of the see-through, though, is that it's so gross now. 
Like it does not. I guess they all kind of would be, but it's really gross. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a problem with all like old Nintendo stuff Mm -hmm. is like same thing with like Super Nintendo's and original Nintendo's is like they um, I was reading about this, like they specifically cut corners on that stuff to make it cheaper. Yeah. And so it yeah. just like got it would get like yellow and like yeah. crappy like really fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, a big part of the Game Boy's success was that it wasn't just kids; it was also adults who bought mm. it. And like, yeah, like a like a big percentage of it, uh, the sales were adults. Yeah, I almost like I almost wonder. I would love to see the stats of like age demographics percentages of buying consoles <laughs> i didn't phrase it like a human being but you know what i'm saying uh-huh. because when i think back to like my childhood yeah all the adults that i knew had game boys like really it was, like my grandma was like a tetris like which grandma uh uh my dad's side the gift grandma okay okay she she was <laughs> obsessed with tetris with the game really? boy wow yeah um yeah tetris was huge for the my game mom boy. loved donkey Kong country uh <laughs> what yeah. your mom loved donkey kong country yeah do we need to get your mom on the podcast when we yep. do that <laughs> absolutely that's a great idea <laughs> um i was also gonna say we 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 need to do a tetris episode at some point oh oh yeah because there's also i was in that uh let's do a whole season on tetris <laughs> honestly we could <laughs> we could let's do it <laughs> but, but i mean we could do like the, the tetris guy because he's also like he's a crazy guy oh really like, oh wow he's not even like really I mean, I don't, I haven't like, so anyway, I, I was reading, I was reading that book that, I, that I've mentioned in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a couple of chapters just on Tetris because of how insane the story is of that. Mm. And the, like the guy who made it is not necessarily like, he doesn't really, I feel like he doesn't consider himself like a game designer necessarily. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like he's like made other like stuff that aren't games. Oh, weird. And stuff. So he would be very interesting to talk about. Wow. Yeah. Um, is it is it now just a trope of gameography where every season or every episode we pro- we <laughs> say another thing we should do a season about? Yeah, yeah. Is that the Birdo connection of this that's, episode? <laughs> I think that's the Birdo connection. <laughs> For both this, we forgot to do a Birdo connection last episode. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's, it's one a two parter. That's yeah. what it, it's a two parter. This yeah. counts as the Birdo connection. Mm-hmm. It's like when you watch a two parter like TV show and but and they only play the like the theme yeah. song once. It's yeah. like that. Yeah, like how they always do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so the game I wanted to talk about with Game Boy is uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, which I think a lot of people had had no idea about really until um, Nintendo re-released it, remake, remade it for the Switch mm-hmm. um, last year, yeah, two years was, ago, yeah, yeah. whenever it was. Uh, yeah, And it's very annoying because there are some differences in the games, and when you look up like a walkthrough, it is all just the Switch versions. Yeah. That's, I mean, um, that's always the case with like yeah. um, any of the games they remake. Yeah. It's like the same thing whenever with uh, Mario 64 and then the two Zeldas on, game, yeah. on uh, 64. Yeah. With the 3DS yeah. or like DS so remakes. So obnoxious. Yeah. Why don't they, why do they change things just so subtly? <laughs> yeah. If you're going to change something, just like go for it. Make it a whole, di- totally different game. Yeah. But give it the same name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, so this, this game, very strange. Yeah. Um, a famously like the weirdest Zelda game, right? I probably. It's I mean, famous for that. I mean, Majora's Mask is yeah. probably considered one of the weirder ones too. Yeah, they're weird in different ways. Though. They're definitely weird in different ways. Um, there's the first thing you may notice playing it is there are chain chomps just in it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, 
There's uh, Goombas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's lots of just random. There's, uh, at least oh, there's um the spiky guys from, from Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So the sort of like game. I don't. Do you even know this? Like the game justification. I feel like for that is that like the whole game takes place in a dream world. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers for Link's Awakening. By <laughs> the way, <laughs> that's not real. Like. You figure that out pretty early on, I feel like. Yeah, I guess. Um, the goal of the game is to awaken the windfish mm-hmm. who is sleeping in an egg at the top of a mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Are you with me? You have me. <laughs> <laughs> to awaken the, wing fi- the windfish, you must play a song with eight instruments. So oh, that, and isn't this the origin of Link playing instruments? Well, I guess that's actually been... This is the but... introduction of the ocarina. Oh, it's an ocarina? I forgot that. So there's there's, oh, yeah, there's yeah, eight yeah, instruments, yeah, 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 and then there's yeah. also an ocarina that you don't get until kind of late in the game. Interesting, okay. And the ocarina, you you can learn three different songs. Hmm. You don't. It's not like um, later ones where you, like, you actually like play the notes. Mm-hmm. You just pick a, one of the songs. yeah. yeah. And they're not that significant, like the songs. You mm-hmm. do need them to like beat the game, mm-hmm. but they're like not like that cool or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, one is really stupid. <laughs> they made it a lot better in the remake because mm-hmm. um, I was like, "Wait, is this really how it's supposed to work?" It's like it's like a fast travel thing. Oh, okay. Where you play you play the song that this uh, big fish teaches you. <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, Momba's Mamba or something like that. <laughs> Momba's Mamba? So it's like something's Mamba. I forget what they get. Momba's. Yeah. It probably is that. But anyway. Um, and it takes you just one, this one point in the map. And it's like not really. Oh my gosh. And that's <laughs> all it does. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I guess the other thing it does is if you're in a dungeon, it'll take you to the beginning of like the, oh, that's nice. the entrance, which is nice, but yeah, that, you never that makes really sense that. for the time. Like that's like, yeah, that's a, yeah. a, a good function. There is fast travel in the game though, mm. which is, which is interesting. There's like, um, specific points that you can go to yeah. that will take you around. I guess that's that's our new result. That's like pretty much how the exactly how it did worked in the <laughs> NES Zelda, right? Yeah, it is exactly how it was in the NES where you can't choose even which yeah. one you go to. Yeah. <laughs> um another inter- another thing it introduces that becomes at least an ocarina a thing. Isn't it Majora's Mask? I'm not sure, but like there's an owl who Oh, you're right. Huh? I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. He's he's from this where uh, just like every time you like complete something, basically he's like waiting for you, and then he's like, "Hmm, welcome, my boy. <laughs> A mystery. This is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he's talking like that, but uh, where he like gives you hints and stuff. Mm, I um, love that owl. Yeah. So kind of the reason why this game is so weird in a way is that this game actually began as an unsanctioned side project from a programmer. Kazuaki Morita, who just wanted to make a Zelda mm-hmm. game on Game Boy when they were like making the Game Boy, yeah. And um, so he just like tried out a bunch of different like random things, and he just put in like characters from other games in mm-hmm. it to make to make yeah. it because like, he didn't think it was going to get made. So he's like, "Who cares? I'm going to put exactly chain chomps in there." And then other staff members like saw what he was making and like wanted to help, yeah. and so like literally like after doing their like the rest of their like work they would like go and like work on it together just in the night and then eventually um takashi tezuka um asked to make a sequel to a link to the past on the game boy and so 
they, I think they just kind of like took all that work mm, that they had yeah, done yeah. and were like, okay, let's just use this yeah. to make a new game, basically. So that's, yeah, that's why there's Mario characters and Kirby characters and stuff. What? Okay. This is going, just going back to the game a little bit. Did you, because you played a little bit of it, right? Yeah, I played, yeah, like probably like a third of it. Oh, really? So did you, you got to the point where you like you, uh, like have to take the do- the, the chain shop out for a walk? Oh no, I didn't get that actually. Maybe that's maybe not. Okay, as... you did not get. Okay, you did not get far at all. That's okay. like to get to the second dungeon. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there yeah. You um, it's insane because <laughs> you just take him, and then there's just a chain chomp following you around, and you can go anywhere, and it literally <laughs> just eats all the enemies. Oh wow, it's so crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, eventually you do have to like take him back, so you don't get to keep him for like mm-hmm, the rest yeah, of the game. But yeah. it's like, wow, just so insane. Um, okay, so. <laughs> They, they they came up with like that basic story that we talked about. Tezuka uh, sought to make Link's Awakening a spinoff, and he gave the the writer instructions to omit common series elements such as Princess Zelda, the Triforce, and Hyrule. So mm. none of that stuff is in the yeah, game, yeah. Uh, um, obviously. Um, and so they came up with the idea for the egg atop the mountain and stuff. Um, and Tezuka recalled, "quote He felt as if." This is not the quote, but he felt as if they were making a, quote, parody of The Legend of Zelda (laughs) rather than an actual Zelda game. (laughs) So then they brought on another person um, who kind of came up with a lot of, like, the characters that you um, interact with. And apparently Tezuka intended the game's world to have a similar feeling to the American television series Twin Peaks. Oh, wow. I did not know that. <laughs> Truly, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense, but yeah, I would never have guessed that. You know what? The other Birdo Connection, that was for the first episode. This is this episode's <laughs> yeah, Birdo Connection. this is the Birdo Connection. <laughs> that is the Birdo Connection. That's crazy. And they really did it. Like, they that's really, exactly yeah. the kind of vibe of it. It's a very, like, Lynchian yeah. Zelda game. And... Yeah, so and and it, it features like a small town on this on this remote island mm-hmm. are like all the characters. Oh yeah, wow. Um there's also Animal Village in the game, which is just a bunch of animals. Okay. That can talk and okay, stuff. Okay, sure. Weird stuff. Sure. Um so he suggested that the characters be written as suspicious types in quotes, <laughs> akin to those in Twin Peaks, a theme which carried over into later Zelda titles. I do feel like that is kind of just like the like the kind of like baseline of Zelda. Yeah, of just like, yeah, to be honest. Everyone is like kind of just like really weird and like yeah. <laughs> like they d- like why are you telling me this? Like, you know, I actually I've never thought of that, but yeah, like they're every Zelda character that you talk to in that game, they're always weirdos who it's like I feel like you're not telling me everything. Like <laughs> yeah. I feel like or they're just like laugh randomly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're all really creepy. They're just like, "Hey boy. <laughs> you you don't want to go over there." <laughs> That's like, astute. That really is. Like, yeah, it's just all weird, like, people, and they're just telling you bizarre things that you can, like, kind of infer what they're talking about mm-hmm. a lot of the times, but, yeah. like, they don't really tell you. Yeah, but it's like, if you really think about it, it's like, why are you talking to me like that? Exactly, yeah. Very bizarre. <laughs> um, Do you know who I am? I'm Link. <laughs> the legend of Link. Uh... Diane, Navi, <laughs> remind me to <laughs> remind me to remind break me to... some pots later. <laughs> um, Miyamoto himself, who produced the game, did not 
uh, provide creative input to the game necessarily. Oh, wow. But he did participate as a game tester, and his opinions greatly influenced the later half of development, according to Wikipedia, <laughs> at least. Huh. So, um, yeah, I feel like Miyamoto, just in general, seems like to not really have, like, had a lot to do with Game Boy in general. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but, like, he only has, like, a few games that he produced, and this is one of them. Huh. Um, the other, another one is Wave Race, which I didn't know started on Game Boy. You know about, you know about that, that series? Is, no. Oh, like, I feel like the one on 64 was, like, really, like, a big deal. Is it where you're, like, racing on waves? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> like in the water? <laughs> it's, like a, it's, like, a boat racing game. Yeah, I basically. think I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, um, sounds familiar. Hmm. I'm very significant, really, but I feel like people liked it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, I remember, like, going to, like, friends' houses that I had it and stuff, mm. and they were, like, yeah. into it. But That I, sounds like a friend's house kind of game. Exactly. Like, it's, like, that friend where it's, like... You don't really have any, like, you don't really have, like, the good games, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. But, but, like, this is still fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's extremely real. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, there there, <laughs> are definitely just those kids who, like, don't know, like, what the good games are. Yeah, that really was a thing where like, it's, like, you don't, like, you've never played any Zelda games? Like, you don't yeah, have any Mario Exactly. It's, like, why don't you have these, like... I feel like very lucky. Yeah, that's like when I was a kid. Like obviously, like I wasn't picking out the games. Yeah, it was just like my, the stuff my brother. I mean, that's got. probably why these kids, these poor unfortunate kids, have these shitty games. Is because it's yeah. like, I mean, I think back. I whenever like I had uh, kind of like a distant family member that would buy me a game because I knew that I was a weird video game kid. It would always be like some weird like way off brand like you know submarine game, and it's like. <laughs> I, I would enjoy it, but uh-huh. it's like, looking back, it's like, that was not... And now you have an intense relationship with submarines. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why all the nightmares about submarines. That's why I always have these submarine nightmares. Thanks, Aunt Deborah. <laughs> uh, I quite enjoyed Link's Awakening, though, <laughs> to get back to that. Um, I, I did beat it. Um, there are some frustrating uh, parts to it, but, like, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, the, the other notable thing is, I feel like is not repeated in any other Zelda game is that there are like in the dungeons um similar to the the first Zelda there are like the side scrolling sections oh yeah yeah like you go down the ladder or you'd go down the stairs and then mm-hmm. you're like under underground and it was like kind of like pseudo side scrolling and this they like go full like yeah. into that like yeah. yeah that's what's good <laughs> and they add okay so like you have a you get an item that's the feather where you can jump yeah and so it like just turns into like side scrolling like yeah but yeah. the problem is like the jumping isn't very good and also the biggest honestly the biggest problem which i think they probably fixed with the switch version just because there's more buttons is the game boy has two buttons yeah. yeah so you can and like all your abilities and stuff are the items and so mm-hmm. you can have you have an item on a and an item on b so like if you and you often have to switch between them so like to be like, okay, I need to jump here. Yeah. So I need to go into start. Yeah. Put the feather in my thing, and then I can use it to jump yeah. over. Yeah. And it's like because you you pretty much always want your sword. You you pretty much can only have one other item. Mm-hmm. So you're just oh, constantly geez. switching. And I there's I find even just like the three uh, uh, yellow buttons mm. in Ocarina like like the restrictive limiting yeah. yeah. So I can't choose one button. Yeah, it's it's insane, and the, like there are problems. They could have designed it better. Like you get a thing, 
They're like you get a you get the power bracelet to, to lift up rocks. Oh yeah, yeah. Classic Zelda item. Classic. You have to equip it to do that. It's like they could have just made it so like yeah. once you have that item you could do it. Yeah. And it's it's just so annoying. It's Game Boy, man. <laughs> we didn't have those kinds of ideas. Yeah. You know those resources. Yeah, that 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 is my main um problem with it. But like it's a good game. Um very very weird. Uh I did Oh, <laughs> god, what is it? Okay. So there's there's a part of the game, and I think this is something in Majora's Mask too, where like you get beginning of the game. There's an item like a claw game that you play. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You yeah. can get. Did you do this? Where you get mm-hmm. the Yoshi doll? Yeah, yeah. So you take the Yoshi doll, and you have to like you give it to someone, and then they give you another item, mm-hmm. and then you keep doing that with people. Where like <laughs> someone gives you like a flower, and then like yeah. there's another character who wants a flower, so you give it to them, and then they give you. So that keeps going. At some point, you get a you get a letter to this guy. Who like uh, you run across very early in the game, and it's just like <laughs> he's literally no- his name is Weird Mister Wright, <laughs> and you go into his house and he's like he's like writing something, I don't know, as, as Mister Wright would, as, yeah. So you get a letter to him from this uh, from uh, some I don't remember what kind of animal it is, but somebody in <laughs> somebody in Animal Village, and so you get it, you take that letter to them. He takes it and opens it up, and it says like. It's like a love letter, basically. Okay. And it has like this is a picture of me, and it's and it's like a full like pixel art like like well drawn thing of Princess Peach. Oh wow! This guy literally is gets catfished in <laughs> in Link's Awakening <laughs> <laughs> by like a like a seal or something, some kind of animal. Truly really wow. insane. Yeah. The first catfishing. So uh, I, I will tweet that image because I did screenshot that. <laughs> yeah. Where can, where, hey, Devin, weird question, random question. I'm weird, Mr. Question. Um, where would they find that picture if you were to tweet it? Well, you would uh, log right on to oh, twitter.com. Yeah. Log on to twitter.com, sure. And you will just search for Gameography Pod. Search? Yep. Gameography Pod. <laughs> And there you're gonna we we tweet we tweet stuff. What is, what is, we tweet we tweet a lot of stuff. We tweet we tweet stuff. <laughs> um, we we tweet you know like screenshots of these games. Yeah. Uh, if you need a refresher, um, or uh, sometimes I'll try to think of a Miyamoto pun. <laughs> I'll make a little yeah. dog meme, or we'll just tweet like Yahoo, <laughs> just like Yahoo, <laughs> yippee. <laughs> wait, wait, no, that's R two D two. Yeah, that's that. when we do the George Lucas. Uh, game. Oh yeah. <laughs> All of the game, honestly, Devin. Wait, did we already do that this episode? Suggest a season. <laughs> we did, yeah. Okay. That was Tetris. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, here's we're doing it twice. <laughs> I mean, like Take that TV tropes. He did have. I mean, you know, he did have like a video game company, the Lucas Arts. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. So, so, so that's so season two, George Lucas. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's move on to Star Fox. Star Fox. Oh, Star Fox. Um, yeah. It's you may crazy. notice a drop in our in the tone of our voice. <sighs> Star Fox, released in 1994. Right? No. Sure. That's where, where is it? Where are you, Star Fox? Where'd you go? 1993. Okay, a little earlier than I thought. At this point, uh, the Super Nintendo's been out for like three years. Okay, sure. They're, you know, they're coming up with, against other competition. I think... Yeah. 
Um, Sega was probably like really had maybe released another console and stuff, whatever. There, I feel like the main impetus behind this game was just like we need to show like yeah cool graphics yeah <laughs> <laughs> like th- uh, like that are gonna like look really cool like when people yeah. see like images of it yeah um, and that they really kind of did that i mean uh, yeah <laughs> we'll talk about it <laughs> uh you play as um fox mcleod the uh, i guess the the leader of the star fox team Defending your homeworld of Corneria against the invading forces of Andros, who is something? <laughs> Do you know what he is? Question mark. Is he? Is that in the game a, manual? <laughs> is he like a monkey? Did you? Did Big you? Monkey head. Did you watch the uh, the final boss battle? Um, not really. No. We'll get to it. It's insane. Okay. <laughs> Truly bizarre. Um, uh, it's basically their first like 3D game. And it was accomplished um, by using the Super FX graphics acceleration coprocessor. Coprocessor um, that was included in the actual Star Fox yeah, the cartridge. cartridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, it received positive reviews and sold over four million copies. Um, was definitely a definitely a big success. Um, I feel like Star Fox and Star Fox sixty four are like all people like want like the Star Fox series to go back to. And for some reason they just don't <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. In like the, the GameCube era, they started like doing like Star Fox, mm. like outside of the ship running yeah. around and stuff. Which I, I get that. I was really interested in that when I first heard of that, but yeah, but they apparently were really bad. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're probably like fine, but yeah. not like, that I thought good. wasn't there one though, which I think that this is the one that was really bad where it's like you're, you fly and you get out of the ship. Yeah, like yeah. I think they're that all awesome. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're all like that. I, like, oh, okay. I think there's at least one where you're just Fox. Oh, there's Jesus. no shit. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's definitely possible. Uh, I get. Why wouldn't they? How? I want. I want them honestly to try that again and just to make it good. Yeah. Because that sounds <laughs> awesome. Running on his Fox, you shoot your beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep, or what's the sound? Like in <laughs> Smash, you know. Whatever. Um. I don't and. Know. Uh, <laughs> Being able to fly not in the kind of roller coaster, like on a track, you're mm-hmm. just going through the level. I would mm-hmm. that would be so much fun. Mm. Like just like flying around open space. Yeah. With uh, Star Fox. That would be fun. I feel like Nintendo probably just doesn't really like care about Star Fox. Yeah. That's my feeling. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's like it's fair. Yeah. Why would they? <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's that big of a demand. Yeah. Like I think people like the character, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, he's in Smash. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Um, it's like Captain Falcon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it, I guess the thing is, though, like Star Fox is on like the he like him is in like the cover of Star yeah. Fox, and like yeah. you do see his face in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little more there. <laughs> yeah, a little more. But little yeah, more. but Smash was the first time like they like he was you know on the N64. That was like mm. the first time he was outside of his ship. I think. Oh yeah. Like where yeah. they actually like just drew him. Yeah, um, it's kind of funny that they gave him like that laser gun and so many different things. Where it's just like, what were they basing that off of? Just like, what, yeah. if, what if he did this? There's just Sakurai just being like, just give him a laser gun. <laughs> just give him He's in space. <laughs> Come on, he has a laser gun. This Star Wars. <laughs> Sakurai is <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Apparently, was that Jerry Seinfeld? Was that not? Just put him in space. Just put him in space. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. 
I guess that's just Sakurai. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's who that is. That's a, the voice of uh, King Dedede. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Let's 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 talk about our uh, our experience. So my first note for Star Fox is hate it. <laughs> Dash, hate it. We should we should mention why we're talking about this game in particular. Yeah. Because this is the only um SNES. game on on SNES. SNES. That it just makes sense. <laughs> That uh, Miyamoto is credited as the designer of. Yeah. He also produced it, but he did not direct it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the problem is that he didn't direct it. Cause God. Maybe though. Listen, Miyamoto has a bit of a history with. I feel like these kind of games where, you know, it's not immediately apparent. But if you think back to his arcade games, he somehow worked on. Radar scope. Yeah, yeah. Which I feel like is like the prequel to this That's game. That's so funny. That's one of my notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's like it's one hundred percent the continuation of that mm-hmm. in Space Invaders, like that genre or that feeling of Well like, and also like the whole thing with Radar Scope was like that it was like pseudo three D or like, Oh yeah, yeah. The enemies That's funny. get bigger as they come yeah. towards you. And it's like the whole thing was supposed to be like a better, like like a more graphically interesting version of Space Invaders. Mm. That's all this is. Yeah. It's just like let's make more good graphics yeah good but it's graphics. still just like a like a shoot 'em up it's gonna look wicked cool even though it sucks yeah but it's yeah it's not as good even as those really oh, <laughs> man it just it made me so mad <laughs> because it's okay the, just i mean the the baseline problem is that it's it's impossible to aim at stuff <laughs> i just from the second we mm-hmm. started playing this i remember we we, we had played it before and that we had mentioned this. The first mm-hmm. is it's like, why is there no crosshair to aim? Did you ever go into like the first person view? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's better. But still, I think it's because the bullets yeah. go so slow that it's mm-hmm. like. No, ugh. it's it's infuriating. And mm-hmm. also, oh, yeah, there's so many problems. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, because you're, you're normally in the third person view and like your ship, like, I mean, this is kind of like a problem. This would be hard to, get around but like your ship kind of like obfuscates what you can see also mm-hmm, yeah like the where your ship is pointing is where you shoot yeah but there's no reticle like you're saying and also it's like the the way you aim and this is just a, i guess a yeah. thing that with like flying games but like where you aim is also where you go yeah yeah like the tough. direction that you head yeah so it's like you're just constantly like like yeah. going up and then right and then left and like yeah. just constantly like swerving around. And there were definitely certain boss battles in particular where it's like I can't shoot at this thing and dodge the projectiles at the same time, so I have yeah. no time to do yeah, yeah, yeah. to actually beat the boss. Yeah. I mean I think you can get good at that, but yeah, it's like mm-hmm. not like yeah. intuitively fun. Yeah. Um how mm-hmm. far did you get, by the way? Because well, I okay. didn't finish it. So yeah, I wanted i honestly was going to finish mm-hmm. it and i just i couldn't i gave up because i was like this is not worth ruining my whole day over like i took me th- i had three different sessions i think yeah I, it's every time i just had i got so frustrated i had to stop like what well what but here's here's the thing Devin. so mm-hmm. in this game there are routes that you can pick and this yes, is yes, actually yes. i think an interesting kind of cool idea where this is the, the don't best, explain yeah. it but no, it's <laughs> it's like there's three routes that go through different levels and they're th- three different difficulties Yes, that guess is the which, best idea. Yeah. Oh no! Guess which one I picked. <laughs> Just like, oh, I'll go route three. Sounds fun. I doubt this is the hardest. Um, it's funny because, like, do you press the select button to do it? Like, I think so. Yeah. I feel like I never even like 
like realize how you were supposed to do it. Like oh, I really? never did that as That's a, like a kid. That's um, funny. And yeah, also as a kid, I never got past the second level. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. The asteroid level, like. Yeah, it's so just hard. So many asteroids. Like I, I did it actually. It was like it was a real moment of like I've evolved because like <laughs> I did use like the switch rewind like a couple times, but like I basically got through that level. Impressive. And I was like, wow, okay, this isn't so bad. And then it, the game kept going, of course. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay, yeah. so wow, so we played different levels then. Yeah, that's and that, that that's what kind of why I did it too. I was like, oh, we'll talk about different things. Yeah, but, that's interesting. Yeah. But I got through. Um, I did Corneria. I did the mm-hmm. the asteroids i did the world and then i did the i think i beat the next one so i only had a a planet and the final one to go Hmm. okay oh i was up to the planet Macbeth, and i just (laughs) okay that's what i wanted to ask about did you get did you play Macbeth? why is that what is that (laughs) (laughs) why is it called Macbeth? i actually i accidentally looked up a walkthrough for that looking Mm. for a different one and i it looked really cool i kind of I almost should have done it, but it's like you're going through the inside of a planet, kind of. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's like lava and stuff, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, wh- how was the um, how was the planet level? Fortuna looks like it's called. Yeah. Because that that's completely different than the one I did. Yeah. Um, it sucked. I don't know. It was just a planet. <laughs> it's obnoxious. It was kind of it, it was it, it was very similar to Corneria, I think. Um, I kind of blacked it out a little bit. Um. Yeah. Out of trauma, but. Yeah, it uh, just just dodging stuff and you can't dodge it, and then the boss and the boss is hard. <laughs> oh, actually, and I got to a boss. Very descriptive. I looked up the boss because I just I literally could not figure out what I was supposed to do. It was it's called Dodon- Dodongo. That's not what it is. That's but it's from something. Uh, yes, but it's something. Dodongo dislikes smoke. <laughs> um, it's something like that, a name like that, and it because it's like a two headed bird thing. Okay. And it was probably, that was when I gave up, like internally, even though I did the next level, because it, I looked it up and it says, this is easily the hardest boss in the game. I saw that. <laughs> oh, where man. Where it's like this bird that's kind of like walking, like lumbering around. And the this, this is the, probably the most frustrating part of the game to me, other than the no aiming, is the way that you don't have control over where you're going, basically, other than like mm-hmm. moving on the axis. Yeah. And it just rams you into it over and over again. So oh, it's like geez. you have to do really crazy dodging Wait, did maneuvers. You, do you know about the um, the break? Yeah, the break, yeah. the retro. Yeah, that does not. That doesn't do help. Shit. Wow. Okay. It just like it's so hard. You have to get to very specific points on the like field to avoid it, and it's just oh, so yeah. frustrating. Yeah. So my problem with with the fact that you're like on the track mm-hmm. and that you're just like constantly moving forward. Um, it's not necessarily that. Like, that's fine. The problem to me is that it's like they're they're you know they've moved it into a three D world. Mm-hmm. Whereas in tr- typically in in those games, it's like one screen, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can see everything. Uh-huh. The problem with I had with Star Fox is like stuff could come from like the right or left, where you just like you just couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. Could also come from fucking behind you. <laughs> that kept on happening. It's like. Who do you think you are right now? Are you? How do I dodge that? Was it that that boss was doing that, or no? That was just uh, like a lot of times it'd be like I got a bogey on my tail, and then the bogey would hit me as it passed. Really? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Speaking of that, <laughs> you're talking about uh, when like Peppy or mm-hmm. whatever these stupid pilots, fucking assholes. Deal that... with it yourself. How many times do you hear Fox McCloud? How many times have I asked you to get a bogey on my tail? Actually, no. Peppy, Peppy is great. <laughs> Fuck Falco. Yeah, he's a dick for sure. 
Like he comes and he's bogey on my six, and then he like flies by. And then if you like kill mm-hmm. him, he says, like, mind your own business. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, fuck you, man. That was my <laughs> stuff. That was my kill. He says, fuck you, Fox. <laughs> it's so weird that I put that in there. Yeah, very, very strange that Falco just cursed a lot in this Very game. weird that they made Falco an absolute asshole. Although it, is, it fits the rest of the game. <laughs> it's, it's funny that he's the one that got they put in the Smash. <laughs> put the asshole in the Smash. Yeah, honestly, yeah, they should have put the frog in Smash. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I do love, like, the, uh, the part of this game that I like is, like, the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. And just, like... Yeah, the weird voice samples and like mm, the, I blah, 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 like the yeah. when the guys are talking, the animals are talking, <laughs> and just the fact that they're like animals flying yeah, spaceships, like animals, <laughs> Star Wars characters. Yeah. I do love that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I do like honestly, I think the mu- music is really great. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like it actually makes a lot of sense that Miyazaki or uh, Miyamoto. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh, hmm, or was that a Freudian slip? Because it feels like a. It's difficult. <laughs> therefore it's a from software game um i th- i feel like it's like i love the design of it like in theory this mm-hmm. is an awesome game yeah, especially yeah. at the coming at the time it did i mean the first 3d game and being yeah. like uh the f- like a giving a fun earth more 3d perspective on like a radar scope type game mm-hmm. and doing what nintendo has kind of figured out how to do which is adding a m- bunch of memorable characters mm. to a simple game mechanic like that yeah which obviously because it's like space invaders is significant for other reasons but yeah. radar scope it's like completely forgettable but this yeah. isn't yeah but then it's in the actual execution that it's just just unsupportable yeah and like unforgivable yeah like you're saying like the graphics are I, they are like cool, mm-hmm. like like aesthetically they are yeah. kind of cool. Um, the problem is, like they were, they shouldn't have tried to do this. Like they just shouldn't <laughs> have done it. You know? Yeah, like, they weren't right. They were pushing it. They were pushing it farther than it could go. Because like, there, I'm sure you ran into this too, and it's I I you have to give uh, like kudos to to the virtual console on Switch that they they don't like try and make it. <laughs> run better <laughs> yeah even though they have the like post power yeah. too they're like yeah. nope it's gonna run at like yep. 10 10 frames per You're second getting the real experience yeah <laughs> like it's when just... there's like a like a couple of explosions on the screen it's just gonna like er, 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 like yeah. slow down i mean there was just so, like, whole nothing. levels where it was just like yeah. so blocky and kind of laggy and yeah no it, it really so feels like they like like they made the first level and then like they had like pushed it to like the absolute extreme and they're like well, I guess we have to put more stuff and <laughs> yeah. make it worse. Yeah. Because that was the first level. <laughs> yep. When I got all the enjoyment I needed out of this game as a kid, because I would just play that first level. Like, I played it a bunch of times, and then I would get to the second level and be like, this isn't that fun anymore. Yep. yep. And then, just like, I died and be like, okay. Yeah, like, that's all. I'm very frustrated because yeah. it's impossible to beat this. But, yeah. like, I literally thought that game was impossible to beat. Because, <laughs> like, I could, I like, you look at the map screen. And it's like, I cannot get past the second level. And there's like five or six levels or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I did get to, I did not beat the game either, but I did get to the last boss. And I just was like, fuck this <laughs> after that. Because um, it's really insane. He, I'm trying to remember, what does he start out as? First of all, you have to go through all this stuff to get to him. And then... Yeah um he he's just this big it it also is very super smash bros because it's just a big face 
it's like a big like metallic me- metallic looking face mm-hmm. and he like he shoots lasers out of his eyes. Yeah, I mean that's like that's one of the uh, support trophies in Smash, right? Mm. Like that's where I that's where I know him from. Okay, okay, so yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> we all um, we've all seen this asshole. And then he also um, like spits out a bunch of stuff from his mouth, mm. and then we'll suck it back in. And he like it like kind of sucks you in as well. Oh, that's cool. I don't. It doesn't seem like you can really get sucked in, but it's yeah, like you yeah. get pulled in a little bit. Huh. Very hard to dodge all that stuff. I'm sure because yeah. it's like it's literally like. 40 things oh, getting shot gosh. out he goes like <gasps> and then boom it all just shoots out wow so while that's happening his eyes are like, those are the points you have to shoot yeah yeah so once you do that he like blows up and you're like oh, star fox baby <laughs> i did it and then and then it comes back as a cube oh okay and it's just it's just a literal cube that has the texture of like Andross's face on it, on all like six sides <laughs> okay. or however many there are. Okay. It's so weird. What is it supposed to be? I truly have no idea. It's, it's like the same. Uh, I don't even know where you see that sprite. Otherwise, like maybe at the beginning. Okay. Or no, it's like the. Did you see the game over screen? Screen. Uh yeah 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 where he's oh, like okay, where it's yeah. like him like mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, okay game over. <laughs> uh, it's like. Basically, that sprite just on a cube rotating like this. I don't even remember what his attack is. So I was like, "Oh Jesus!" Okay, there's another like, ver- like version of him you have to beat. So I like beat that, and then he turns back into the face. Oh, and I was like, "Fuck gosh, this!" And I just yeah. like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat this." Like, <laughs> wow, yeah, um, that's very fitting that the game would end with just like rage in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It progresses from start yeah. to finish. And then literally, because then I like, I YouTube like the end. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the end of it? No. It's just like, <laughs> it's literally just, you. he blows up and then Fox, then like Fox like flies out into space and then it's like, okay, Fox, come home. And then he just, that's <laughs> wow. it. That's so, it's yeah. It's so like anticlimactic. There's like nothing. After what we've been through, like <laughs> yeah. playing this, like they, that's all they have for us. Yeah. It's like so thanks, disappointing. It's like thanks, Link. Yeah. And then, and then just credits roll. This is, uh, this might be the first time that in this podcast where we're just saying, uh, Miyamoto did not, uh, do yeah. great. Yeah. This is, this is definitely like the, Low point <laughs> so far. Nadir, yeah. No, the Nadir is the oh the top. Zenith. <laughs> Wait, is I think those are both the same thing. I don't. They're opposites. Hold on, Nadir. Nadir is the low point. You're right. You're right. Nadir is the low wow. point. Finally, <sighs> we've reached the Nadir, but maybe next week we'll be reaching the Zenith. <laughs> you could oh, argue the the Snethith, Snethith. You get it. You get it. You get it. You uh, think that was a good pun? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You enjoy that? Devin, what uh, what will we be seeing next week? If I'm not mistaken, wahoo! <laughs> wahoo! Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mario! Wah. What does he actually say? Super Mario Sunshine! Wah! Wah, wah! You, people are finally going to get the reference yeah. that is in the uh, banger of an intro tune <laughs> by the one and only Matthew Devil. <laughs> yeah.
Yes. Check out Follow Matthew Deville. Yeah, Deville. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Matthew Deville on uh uh Twitter and Bandcamp and Twitch. And, yep, they have Twitch streams that are very good and uh live music. They're are so you... good that they can't stop. Yeah. Super Mario 64. I feel like we didn't say it. <laughs> Super Mario 64! Spaghetti! Oh, ravioli. Wow, this is already, this is in the, the precursor to that. We're already doing this many Mario sounds. What's going to happen? That's just going to be that whole episode. Honestly, yeah. Uh, Mario sounds for 10 minutes. Quarry <laughs> like and Waluigi sounds for 10 minutes. 10 minutes, 10 hours, baby. 10 hours, baby. 10 hours, baby. Next podcast is going to be 10 hours, baby. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's uh, that's our look at that's, Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, just to just to wrap up, I guess. The Super Nintendo was uh, despite their their early disadvantage to Sega, that it was the uh, of most course. popular of, um, of the 16-bit era. They, unlike their comp- competition, did not try and release a 32-bit um, oh. system. Oh, they, the Super that. Nintendo. Um, was their system until the Nintendo 64, their 64-bit system, for a full, basically, like, six years. Wow. Or, I guess, kind of, like, five years. Um, wow. But, yeah. Wild stuff. Wild stuff. We'll be talking about that 64-bit system mm. next time on Game Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>